0: I've got the most brilliant idea for our march of appreciation. The entire. By the m- way,
1: I would like everyone listening to this to know that Jeff says I have a brilliant idea with every idea he presents to me.
0: That's not true. That is totally true. All right. This one. Wh- then how should I? I feel how like. About,
1: hey, I have an idea.
0: I feel like brilliant idea is now watered down the same way LOL is. Remember like there's yeah
1: for you. So you're agreeing with me. So you just need to start saying, Hey, I have an idea.
0: Right. But then how do I designate that, that that it's an outstanding idea.
1: You need to differentiate in your head from an idea an outstanding idea.
0: When you just
1: think you're full of good ideas all the time and I love you and you're very smart and you have great ideas, but I just feel like,
0: so what you're saying is all of my ideas are brilliant. So there's no reason to designate just one of them is more brilliant.
1: Sure. That's what I'm saying.
0: Don't, um, do you remember that there was, I don't, I mean, I don't know what the amount of time was, but for a while, LOL, like meant like, that's really funny. But at some point, then you had to say, I'm actually LOLing. Like you had to.
1: Right. Cause it just got to be like, a, oh, huh.
0: Uh, LOL, like the generic. Ha <laughs> that you do when you're making small talk. Yeah. Uh, well, anyways, my idea, you can decide if it's brilliant and designate it that way if you like. I'll just call it my idea, is for the March of Appreciation, my original thought was that with every show in the month of March, we give away some prizes, we give away a code word, people text it in, and then on the last day of the month, we do a drawing for 500 bucks because you know what's going to happen this month? We're, we're going to hit our 500th episode.
1: Oh, yeah. So
0: it, it's at, technically we're going to hit it today with the Carmom bonus episode that comes out, but it's still a good, like, it was cool. 500 bucks, 500 episodes. It seemed cool. Mm-hmm. Then I had this idea. Some might say it's brilliant. What if? And I don't want to jinx it, but what if we end up number one on podcast magazine's list again on the hot 50 and we're number one for nine consecutive months? Okay. I think we give away, if we're number one, which we'll know on March 1st, I think we give away $999.
1: Now, here's the awkward question. What if we're not number one?
0: Well, then we do the 500 bucks. Oh, okay. So um, it's, it's $500. And you just like
1: having a 999 because it would be our ninth month. Like you don't want to do
0: $1,000? I would pivot. If we won nine months in a row, I would pivot the promotion and in, in I would do everything I could to give the promotion a nine theme. So if we're giving away... Uh, like a $100 gift card to, you know, somewhere, I would say it's a $99 gift card just because. Hmm. Because it's all nines. We celebrate the nines. Interesting. Only if we win. And then if, you know what? And if we don't win for not number one on on the hot 50 for the month of March, we just, nobody talk about this after March 1st. Like we'll go, oh, we didn't win $500. And then we just go around and then we just don't talk about it. But if we do win, we celebrate the number nine. Okay. Would you say that idea is brilliant?
1: No, I would say it's a good idea.
0: Hmm. Let's do it. All right.
2: The Upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair.
1: If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back.
0: My name is Jeff Dollar and today I am grateful, even though she doesn't think I'm brilliant, I am grateful for Callie Dollar being my business partner, because I think all of her ideas are brilliant.
1: No, you don't. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for... What? I wrote it down, and I lost it.
0: While you're looking for it.
1: for an ultra-productive Monday.
0: Good. Uh, Before you talk about your ultra-productive Monday, I do want to encourage anyone who wants to vote for us to go to podcastmagazine.com slash hot50. And you just enter the upside with Callie and Jeff. You can also text the word vote to 800-434-5454. And it will send a link directly to your phone. Okay. Carry on.
1: Okay. So um, why are you grateful that I'm your business partner?
0: Because you were, I felt bad because at the end of the day yesterday, you said I didn't get anything that was on my to-do list done. But you are proud of all the stuff that you did get done. And I was proud of you as well, because it involved a lot of conversations that could have been drawn out mm-hmm. and you had them very efficiently.
1: How Would it have taken you way longer? I wouldn't have had them. You would have just avoided them?
0: Yeah, because some of them involve like conflict and stuff. And I just don't do that well. And also, actually- and I also second guess... So when you have to have a hard conversation with somebody or like a negotiation type of conversation or a seeing eye to eye conversation, I always second guess my position to the point of acquiescing. Is that the right? Am I using that word I have correctly? No idea what that word means. Like, like I will bend so far because I don't I'm always worried that I'm like overreacting or something. Mm -hmm. So I bend really, really, really far. And that's not productive. Sometimes you have to, most of the time you have to hold strong and you did a really good job holding strong yesterday. I was
1: really proud of myself actually. And I'm not really sure where that came from. I
0: have a theory. What's your theory? Well, tell the story of uh, what your money was like. Basically
1: what happened is I uh, woke up to an email. I had to have a hard conversation yesterday because um, someone that we do business with like sent me an email and I didn't agree with it. And so I was like, okay, we got to get on the same page here. Like, what's the deal?
0: And I was very honest. And I think it's worth noting That there had been a back and forth, like all there, there are three parties, Callie and myself and one other person. And we were going back and forth and back and forth with a couple of emails. And Callie said, I just got to pick up the phone and handle this. These emails are causing more problems than they're worth. And she just took care of it.
1: Yeah. And I, you know, it's, it might be the first time that I have been that direct with anyone, um and I don't know really where it came from maybe it came from the pressure that you and I are under to meet a couple deadlines and I was just thinking like okay bottom line because I'm a business person am I going to make deadline doing it this way or not you know Yeah um and I kind of stood up for what I thought was right. and Can I I pause?
0: Because I would like to tell you something about yourself. It's the first time you have done that in our business, Mm -hmm. but I have witnessed you doing that in your other jobs. Really? Like when I've been at your workplace, or your workplace is like a weird definition because I've never been to your studio while you're doing your show, Mm -hmm. but... Um, I've been around you while you're acting in your role as manager or assistant or coordinator or whatever your title is for that day. Mm-hmm. And you just, you take care of business. And if you're, if you've got a band that needs to catch a flight, you are ABC, get out of the way, move this. We can't do that. We're going to do this. Nope. You got to do this at this time. Let's go. If it involves other people, you're fantastic at it.
1: Well, here's, I think, why this feels so different for me is usually when I handle stuff, I will feel overly insecure about the way that I handle things. And I'm worried about coming off as a jerk Um, just because I feel like it's harder for women to be direct without coming off like
0: hundred percent.
1: Like I'm a jerk. Yes. And you know what I mean? Like if when it, a guy does it for some reason, it's like more of, okay, you're a leader and you're a boss. And when women do it, it can be perceived as you're rude, you're nasty, you're whatever. When that's the not. B, the B word. The the B word. Yeah. And so I think usually I let guilt really stress me out and I overanalyze every word and I just spend so much time stressing about how I handled the situation, even though I'm the only one stressing about how I handled the situation. You know what I mean? I'm just constantly overthinking it with this. I didn't. And I don't know if it's cause I had so I have we have so much going on right now and so much to handle that I, or I f- have a newfound confidence or, you know,
0: Yeah, Can I give you my theory on what I think it is? Yeah. And I feel bad saying this right after you're like, it's more difficult for women to speak their mind because, you know, blah, 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 because the whole world is sexist and whatever, right? Mm -hmm. But I think it's, I don't think it's a confidence. I think it's a need to be efficient now that you're a mom.
1: Ooh. Okay. Like
0: I think you just know that time has gone from kind of an infinite account that you can always make a withdrawal from like, well, let's stretch this out for another day. I'll have time tomorrow, blah, blah, blah. This, right. you know what I mean? To All right. I've got one hour and 15 minutes before she gets up from her nap. So I'm going to handle as much as I can in this hour and 15 minutes. And then Great. I'm going to get her from her nap and blah, blah, blah. And then I'm going to pass her off to, to, to Jeff. And then I got to do two loads of laundry before she, I have to make dinner for us or whatever. I got to go.
1: I, I think I had five calls yesterday. And at one point I was discussing one of them with Jeff while I was riding my bike. Like I like I broke my workout yesterday into like three things because I kept getting like people would call me back or whatever, so I had to like get off the bike or whatever. And there was a point where I was trying to finish my workout for the day, and I was like recapping Jeff on what I accomplished for the day. So I was doing that, doing like I have the baby monitor next to me. So maybe you are right. Maybe it's just like I have one hour. I need to get this, this, and this done. It has to get done, and I don't have more than an hour.
0: And I would go so far as to say that. If you, and this is not to make anyone feel bad, but this is an observation that I had after watching you and thinking of that, the efficiency thing that Mm -hmm. you have to operate. For me, I would drag things out, avoid conflict, hope they resolve themselves, blah, blah, blah. And I would stretch and I would just let things lie, like things that needed to be handled, mm-hmm. I would let them, that, let them lie because of two reasons. One, at the time, I wasn't a dad. I haven't been a dad except for the last four months. So, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Three and a half months. So, I didn't have that parental efficiency. And also, I didn't have respect for my own time. So, I don't want to make anybody feel bad who pushes the ball down the field the way I do in hopes that things just. Oh,
1: Jeff is so guilty of that. Like if you're on the phone with Jeff, he will over explain and go into ideas and they're yeah.
0: And at the end of the day, I don't have enough respect for my own time. Do you
1: think that's something that you, I think that's really smart. Would Um, you say it's brilliant? I actually think that's kind of brilliant because I think a lot of time management, I mean, I think we all kind of go through feeling like, okay, so I have, t- I have time to do this, 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 and this. But to your point, if you don't value your time, yep. your own time, yep, that's when it's easy to get caught up in things that really don't need your attention. Preach it. Then. So do you think you'll change the way you do things or you think you're just going to push more off to me?
0: Push it all off to you. Now that I know that you're no, capable you're of it. Really? It's all yours. Seriously? I'm just gonna, yep. I'm just going to be a passive little pushover man and I'll be spoiled. So
1: you're going to be the good cop and I'm going to be the bad cop.
0: hundred percent with everything. No. Yeah. Uh, but congratulations on a great Monday.
1: I mean, it it still was like hard because I, I don't enjoy doing those things.
0: But you got through it.
1: But I got through it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, uh, okay. Um, I found this thing that was online, and I read it, and I go, oh, my gosh, this is so great. I'm going to print it out, especially after um, Callie has to head back to work next month. I'm going to print this out, and I'm going to use it. And so I printed it, and then I started reading the comments, which is always the downfall of being on the internet.
1: With everything. The comment
0: section. And people were railing on this chart called clean home, happy home. And I thought it was so smart.
1: Well, just the title of it is very you
0: clean home, happy home. I love a tidy house. I love a clean house. I'm not mm. always the best at keeping it clean and keeping it tidy because I'm very good at out of sight, out of mind. So I could have a high, a mountain of dirty laundry in the, in the corner of the bedroom And rather than do the laundry, I'll just avoid going into the bedroom that day. (laughs) Right? So because if I can't see it. So this chart basically breaks down every day of the week to a different room in the house Mm -hmm. where you give a little extra attention. So on, for example, like bedroom day, you change the sheets. You dust the, any wooden furniture that you have. You wipe down any mirrors or windows. You clean the ceiling fan, run the vacuum on the floor, declutter it. I have a
1: technical question and this is a little bit of a tangent. How do you clean a ceiling fan without ruining your bedding or mattress?
0: Because all the stuff drifts down.
1: Like, do you do it on when your sheets are dirty? Probably. And then just wash your sheets? Because you don't want to do it on a bare mattress because then all that dust will get into your mattress. Yep. It's a great point. I've never
0: known how to do that. Yeah, but I'll do it now because you said that I'll make sure that before the sheets come up, when I do bedroom day, So are you
1: going to actually do that?
0: I want to, but people are saying that it's not realistic because why? Because it's, it's not realistic to be able to have a checklist every single day that you get done.
1: I just don't operate like that. So it wouldn't work for me.
0: I totally operate that way. So <laughs> the thought of like, just having like, for example, uh, living room day, and that's just the day that you dust the furniture in the living room and you dust the furniture or yeah, the table. Oh, and stuff. I was for
1: whatever reason I, in my head, you said dust the couch. I'm like, why would you dust the couch?
0: No, dust the furniture, wipe off the TV screen, um, Febreze, any fabrics the pets have been sleeping on, vacuum the floor, declutter if there's any clutter. Uh, and then every day has a different laundry category. Oh. So on third on, on living room day, rather, you would also do the dark, wash your dark colors. I don't separate mine. I know. But what I'm saying is this seemed brilliant, And people were rallying on it going, this is, you're setting yourself up for failure. Nobody do this. This is not realistic. This woman is a psychopath. Who is
1: the author of
0: it? Just some, she's like some blogger. Oh. Who made this and you can buy like a fancy, like a laminated version on Pinterest. Got and, it. And like hang it in your.
1: He, I think that that would be really good for you. I don't think that you'll be able to stick with it.
0: I want to try. I'm going I'm to hold on to this until you head back to work. And then I'm going to try to be super dad. Be, you are. Yeah. I'm going to be stay at home super dad. It's my goal. And I think because it's all broken down, I think I can handle it. Uh-huh. So we'll report.
1: You'll have to report back and let me know how many days you get through.
0: Yeah. 30 days from now, you could be listening to this show and Callie could be complaining because she's been back to work for three days and the house is destroyed. That is possible, but I'm (laughs) going to try.
1: We mentioned on the last episode of the show that we are going to be taking Ellie, our soon to be four month old on a road trip to upstate New York to see Jeff's dad, who has gotten his second coronavirus shot. Now, I would like to know, and I feel like Jeff and I have kind of started making lists and lists and stuff like that. What do we need for a long car ride with an infant that we haven't thought of or that we might not think of or would be easy to forget?
0: Because this is totally naive and I know it is, but in my mind, we don't need anything because she's (laughs) not right. That's cute. I know because, because she's not going to be like playing the games, you know, in the back seat. She's she's not really, she doesn't do screens right now. She's only, you know, three and a half months old. So she's not going to be like holding her own iPad, watching downloaded cartoons. She's just going to be like cruising and hanging out, you know?
1: and going to the bathroom, which we have to like figure out the like diaper changing, whatever, what we're gonna, you know, that whole thing. And then she eats and she's messy. And if she ruins an outfit and then she sleeps, and what if she has like, what if she has a blowout in the middle of the night and we have to change, do you know what I mean? Like we can't take seven pair of pajamas and three bibs and be like, I mean, I guess we
0: could. Yeah, we could, it's not gonna take any room at all. We could fit a month's worth of her clothes in one double tiny, yeah. Yeah, the clothes I'm not worried about. I and I, I don't think I am. I'm not even worried about diapers. Like if for some reason driving makes her poop like a mad woman, we just go to a target and get a box of diapers, right? I'm not worried about that. I'm what I'm thinking is like we got the little play pen thing. Is that what it's pack and play? The pack and play, yeah. Right. And then Callie found this thing. That's like a dome that goes over it. That's dark. Mm -hmm. Am I describing that right? Yeah. So there's that. Is there, I guess, I guess the question that we're asking is we don't know what we don't know. So if you've done this before, what should we know? Make sense? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if you have suggestions, please send them to Callie. Either email Callie at CallieandJeff.com or on Instagram, or you can also leave us a voicemail 800 434 5454. You can also send text messages to that number, but help us travel, I guess.
1: You have heard me talk about Third Love over and over and over. And I love the company. And one of the things that I love about it is the way they can find you your perfect fit they have something called the fitting room quiz so when you log on to their website they're going to ask you questions about your current bra about the size about fit issues they're kind of random questions but trust me they're leading somewhere but they also now ask you about your personal style to deliver bras and underwear that are perfect for you so you've heard me talk about their fit finder quiz before They just launched the fitting room, which is a new and improved version of that quiz. And the whole time you're there, fit stylists are available for one-on-one chats to answer any questions I've chat with a fit specialist before, and they're really knowledgeable and really there to help not to pressure you into anything. And I've had a great experience with their team. Third love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they're offering upsiders 20% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com upside now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 20% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com upside for 20% off today.
0: If I was a guy who just drank black coffee, then maybe I wouldn't think about it so much, but I'm not. I have to hide my coffee in creams and pumps of flavor and with ice. So basically, I'm drinking a caffeinated milkshake full of sugar, not healthy, Don't want to do that anymore. So I've started drinking Liquid IV Energy Multiplier in the morning. It actually allows you to upgrade your vibe and reach a constant state of awesome because this blend gives you sustained energy throughout the day. There's no crash like you get with coffee. So you're going to nip the fatigue that you have in the morning, and then you're also going to stay even all day long. Plus, it's delicious. Grab your Energy Liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco or get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code UPSIDE at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order at liquidiv.com if you use the promo code UPSIDE. Start fueling your adventures today at liquidiv.com, the promo code is upside.
1: I will admit to you that I do not know a whole lot about babies. However, KiwiCo has been helping me learn how to play with Ellie in a way that she'll understand because they have this amazing panda crate that they sent to her and it has age appropriate hands on projects to help infants and toddlers build a foundation for learning. Now, this is not just for infants and toddlers. This is for kids from ages zero, like Ellie, to 104. Okay, so there is something for everyone at KiwiCo. Your child can get super cool hands-on science, art, and geography projects delivered to their door every month. Now, for Ellie, it was a lot of like black and white flashcards and stuff like that. As your kids get older, they'll have more scientific projects, educational projects, and they are so, so cool. Cool. So whether you need a new way to entertain your kid or you want to learn more age-appropriate things for your child to be doing, KiwiCo can help you and we love their subscription service. KiwiCo is redefining learning with hands-on projects that build confidence, creativity, and critical thinking skills. There's something for every kid at KiwiCo. Get 30% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with the code upside at KiwiCo.com. That's 30% off your first month at Kiwico.com promo code
0: upside. Today's quote of the day. If you're someone people count on, particularly in difficult moments, that is a sign of a life lived honorably.
1: So we all know that Austin had horrible weather Last week a lot, a lot of Texas actually did, and with ice storms and snow and people aren't used to it and getting stranded and, and this whole thing, southerners unite, we don't know what to do. And it was really a scary situation. And did
0: did you buy sorry to interrupt the um story you're about to do, but I Maggie, who works with us, mm-hmm. was in Houston in the middle of the storm. Did you ever find out if she Ever got power back?
1: She did get power back, but she actually was able to find a flight out to come to Atlanta because she had to get back here, um, for
0: she lives something.
1: here. She lives here part-time in Houston part-time got it. and she had to get back here for something. Um, and yeah, she, so her fiance stayed at home. He said they got their power back. Um, and I don't think they had any water damage or anything from Good. pipes, which is like awesome because I know so many people did, uh, so she, I think considers herself super lucky.
0: I had a, fr- I have a friend who lives in the Houston area and she went eight days without a shower and considered herself lucky. Yeah. Because, yeah. It's yeah. a
1: really, yeah. Terrible situation and super scary. Anyways, this is a beautiful human alert. So I'm going to turn the this around a little bit. Um, there was a woman named Chelsea. She was delivering groceries in Austin, Texas, just as some snow, like more snow was coming in. Her car got stuck at the house where she was delivering groceries. Now in these times, especially with like people you don't know, I feel like it would be easy to be like, oh man, do you need us to call triple A? Right. What do you want us to do? Whatever. But the homeowners like her clients or whatever, Doug and Nina um, tried to help her. That didn't work. They invited her inside for a tow truck the tow truck, like couldn't get there and all this stuff. They invited her to stay with them. And even after she was able to like, get out a little bit, she's like, well, I can try, I can go try to find a hotel or whatever. Cause she couldn't make it home. And they're like, you will absolutely not get a hotel. You will stay right here. You will be safe. You will be with us. We will get through this together. So, total strangers to each other and they stayed together for 5 days.
0: Oh, that's great.
1: Yeah. I just thought that was super awesome. She even spent Valentine's Day with them, um which I thought, you know, was a- really cool. She snuggled up with their dogs. Um, you know, it was just a good situation all the way around.
0: And you know she's calling her family and her friends and they're like have you been kidnapped? And she's like, No, I was making a delivery, and these people were nice enough to let me stay, and so
1: yes, here we are. Yes, so Doug and Doug Condon and Nina Richardson, you are beautiful humans.
0: Here are my three random things for today, brought to you by Brown and Company Jewelers. Uh, this comes up once or twice every single year, so uh, I just like to put it out there as a warning. Uh, when it does come up, but the top ten passwords found on the dark web in 2020, would you like to guess what the first few are? Password. Password is number two.
1: One two three four five six seven eight.
0: That's number three. Number one is one two three four five six. Number four is one two three four one two three four. Uh password one is also on the list. Qwerty one QWERTY just the first letters one. Uh, and then, people, the number ten password on the list is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and then the word secret. Don't.
1: Here's my question: pick. I would like to. No, 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 no. I would like to know what websites actually you can have those passwords on, because everything that I register for, right. including like my Nordstrom password, right. has to be more complicated than I don't even know. You know right. what I mean? So, like I would like to know what these websites are and that they're so important that hackers want to get into them. Come on,
0: have you noticed that the more I don't believe that the more um non dangerous the website is, the more difficult the rules yes. are. So like your' Nordstrom no.
1: Starbucks. Perfect example. Starbucks. This requirements to have a password for the Starbucks app are more difficult than my bank requirements.
0: Right. You need to have a hyphen, an apostrophe, two capital letters, an emoji of your favorite pet, um, your fingerprint. I mean, you have to lick the screen. Pretty much. But to get into your bank, it's just what's your mom's maiden name. And right. if somebody can figure okay. out what your mom's name was before she got married, boom, they're in. Uh, my second random thing is uh, for people who might be listening to this while they're getting ready for work, on their way to work, maybe even at work, and you hate your job. I want you to know that no matter how much you hate your job, you don't hate it as much as Brandon Souls of Arizona. An Arizona man named Brandon was so desperate to get out of work that he faked his own kidnapping. Oh my God. And is now in jail for filing a false police report. 19 years old, they found him with his hands tied behind his back, with a belt and a bandana stuffed in his mouth near an.
1: Here's my question. You don't think you're going to get fired or caught for staging your own kidnapping, but you're worried about getting fired for just no showing on work or calling in sick. Are you kidding me?
0: Well, when he faked the kidnapping, it was the most brilliant idea ever. Mm. Um, He told authorities that two masked men kidnapped him for an unknown reason, hit him on the head, knocked him unconscious, and then left him tied up at the base of this water tower in uh, Coolidge, Arizona. But when the cops did their investigation, they found no lump on his head, no fingerprints, no tire tracks, Mm. nothing like that. And finally, he admitted, I just didn't want to go to work that day. Uh, My third random thing is uh, I was going to give this to you, Callie, for a beautiful human alert, but it's not a beautiful human alert. It's just a beautiful coincidence. Uh, A toddler accidentally called 911 while playing with his dad's phone after his dad passed out.
1: Whoa. So
0: the police officers had to come investigate this 911 call mm-hmm. from, and all they heard was noise. There was nobody on there, uh, nobody on the other end of the line. And when they got to the house and looked through the window, they saw that dad was lying on the floor. They actually had to do chest compressions on dad to uh, get his heartbeat back, and they saved his life. But it was a pure coincidence. That is Awesome. That the 2-year-old dialed 911 on the phone. That those all of those. That two, right there. That right there is the last <laughs> of my three random things and those are all of my three random things.
2: Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com/upside for your exclusive discount.
0: It's going to be a very exciting day. For Cali, because I think we can retire one of these. Oh my god! That one, <laughs> or this one? <laughs> because we
1: recording commercials, by the way. If you haven't heard that before, I sometimes words are hard.
0: Something, yeah. Uh, because we have a brand new sound to add to the sound library. <laughs> we got
2: ourselves
1: <laughs>
0: we got ourselves a laughing baby
1: I wish that we could have I wish that there was some sort of montage of the things that parents do to get their kids to laugh
0: that'll be the next thing we
1: do the dumbest things to make that kid smile.
0: And what's and or laugh. And what's funny is it lives in your head so that you can go back to it. Like I know that I can make her s- smile with the Zabadabad song.
1: What's the Zabadabad song?
0: That's it. Zabadabad, Zabadabada, Zabadabadi, Zabadabada, Zabadabidi, <laughs> Zabadabada. And I just do that and it makes her smile. But somehow I couldn't I couldn't tell you right now. What I had for lunch yesterday, right? I couldn't tell you right now with certainty where my cell phone is. Couldn't, couldn't no idea. But I'll never forget zaba daba dee zaba because that makes her smile. Yeah. And the other thing, what was what were you doing? Uh, well, you night? told
1: me that what got her to laugh like that it was last night. And Jeff was like, um, I got her left earlier by moving her arms really fast. And so I was like, because you find yourself, at least Jeff and I do, making up songs for your kid. Right? Because sure. they don't know at this age. Like yeah. she's three, almost four months old. So I just grabbed her arms and pulled them up and down like I was like drumming with her arms. And I was like, do you want to move your arms? Yeah. Do you want to move your arms? And I was just started singing that and it, she thought it was hilarious.
0: Yep. So.
1: Parenting wins.
2: Callie and Jeff, what's going on? Garrett from Virginia. Listening to an episode and love how you guys are going to have like a, a fan appreciation month. Really good idea. I think you guys should just include your ad partners because a lot of times you think, oh, I wonder if that's any good or I wonder how good that'll be. Plus, and then you just don't order it. But if you win it, fabulous prizes, then that could maybe encourage those to try your ads, uh, your ad partners even more. Plus, cash is an easy way out. So people like to get presents better.
0: Anyways, my two cents. Hope you guys are good. Love your show. Appreciate you guys. Talk to you later. friend of mine just told me that he's headed back to therapy. He went a few years ago and stopped but the past 12 months of quarantine and job-related stress and relationship stress just has him feeling wound up. He can't put his finger on it. He doesn't know if he's feeling stressed, if he's feeling anxious. He doesn't know if he's feeling angry, and he doesn't even know if he should be feeling these feelings, but he does know that he needs to talk to someone, so he is. I want that for you. You don't have to identify exactly what's wrong in order to start therapy. You can just start, and you and your counselor will figure it out together. With BetterHelp, you can do that from the comfort of your own home, and you can get started within 24 hours. I want you to start living a happier life today. As an Upside listener, you can get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash Upside. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health at betterhelp, betterhel com slash upside.
2: Hi, guys. I'm listening to Friday's episode, and I wanted to give some feedback. I absolutely love the segment about what we are not going to return to after COVID ends. And I, I agree with all of them, especially, oh, Callie,
0: never, ever, ever
2: will use makeup a- Again. Oh, no. Um, Definitely never handshakes again. But I thought of one. Remember when we used to go to Mexican restaurants and share chips and salsa or queso with the table? Nope. If you're not in my family, I am not sharing queso with you. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Hey, y'all. This is Jessica calling from Columbus, Ohio. I was just calling to tell you guys something I did when I was a kid. We lived in a neighborhood where the front of the neighborhood was built, but the back of the neighborhood was still, like, under development. So there was all of this construction material back there on the weekends when nobody was working that we had access to, and there were these big, huge, like, plastic tubes, which now I'm assuming were, like, sewer tubes or whatever, We used to get inside of those tubes, like, three or four of us at a time and roll down the hills in our neighborhood. Yep, we did that. Thanks, guys. Bye. Hi, this is Jennifer from Athens, Tennessee. I was just calling about um, the giveaway ideas. I was just thinking that um, maybe if you were able to get um, some products from your different sponsors, and give those away as um, gifts I, or as prizes. I would love that. Anyhow, I was just thinking that um, that might be fun for the giveaway, and it would support your sponsors. Thanks. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. I was calling about the what we did as kids that would never fly today, and I'm Catherine from Dallas. So when I was a preteen, probably 12 or so, One summer, I was staying home alone, and um, I wanted to go meet a friend at the pool, but I had no way to get there. My mom was at work, and dad was at work. So I called my mom and said, well, can I call a taxi and get them to take me to the pool? And she was like, yeah, sure. So I called a taxi at 12 years old, and they came and picked me up and took me to meet my friend at the pool. But I ended up not having enough money to pay for the taxi. <laughs> so um, we ended up taking it back to him later that day. But sure enough, 12 years old, riding in a taxi by myself. Love you guys. Bye-bye.
0: Like attracts like. You are a magnet. If you're negative, you're going to draw negativity. You're positive, you draw positive. You're a kind person, more people are kind to you. If you see it in your mind, You can
2: hold it in your hand.